0: From the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Another one. Asbury steals a pass. And then great ball movement by the Bears, passing it up court to a cutting Queen Egbo for the lay-in, and that prompts
2: ATCU timeout.
1: All it means to me is that we have a bigger target on our back and that people are going to be gunning for us more. Of course, it means we also have a shot at winning the regular season conference. Um, but it's not going to be easy. It's definitely not going to be any easier because teams are familiar with us. They know what we do. They know what we like to do. They're going to study us a lot heavier. And it just puts a
0: bigger target on our back, and we got to be ready for that. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Codewell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged.
1: Offensive board by Alyssa, Kelka put back and put her
3: on the line. She went up strong it in off the glass with the right hand as she was fouled. I don't know. I feel like we've had a target squarely on our back since the day I stepped on campus here. So, you know, I don't I don't feel any more or less. Like, I just think when you put Baylor across your chest and the success this program has had, um, I think we always have a target on our back. And whether that target was, hey, they're vulnerable, let's get them now. Um, or whether it's let's play spoiler, um, you know, at this point, you know, at the end of the season or to, to improve seating or, or whatever, you know, just pride for, for that matter. Um, you know, I think we're always
2: going to get people's best effort.
0: Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
1: On this Wednesday afternoon, highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, Baylor Women's Basketball. Coach Nikki Collin, Coach uh, or Queen Egbo in there as well as the Baylor Women, now number five in the nation, co-leaders in the Big 12 Conference. They are playing in Stillwater against Oklahoma State coming up this evening. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. We'll talk about uh, all of that, talk some baseball, some softball, and Here from Matt Saman, our guest on uh, our luncheon with a legend today at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Great event there. Let you listen in to a portion of that coming up in the hour. We are coming to you today live from the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Always fun to come here to the Baylor Club. They are setting up for an event right now, in fact, behind us, but uh, very hospitable as they uh, set us up in a great uh, area of the Baylor Club. Uh, If you're this way, come on by and say hi, or let us give you some of the great uh, uh, events coming up and a great last days of February offer we will tell you about. Stay tuned for that. If you've been on the fence about joining the Baylor Club as a member we've got an offer that may just push you over the fence and help you uh, make the call and become a member of the Baylor Club so we've got that coming up in a bit we'll visit with Mike Mosel the great general manager here at the Baylor Club and again let you hear a portion of our Lunch with a Legend with Matt Saman coming up in the hour thanks for being with us John Morris Terry Tacker is here at the Baylor Club with us and uh, we are uh, situated prominently right at the top of the escalators, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know the location here. And again, we'll visit with Mike Mosel in a bit and uh, give you some of the events and specials Here at the Baylor club. Uh, Touch on a couple of things. Baylor women, women's basketball in action tonight in Stillwater. They are the co-leaders in the Big 12 conference. Look to continue a string that has seen them win six consecutive games and 11 of their last 12. They are as hot as any team, definitely in the Big 12, maybe as hot as any team in the country with the way they're playing right now. They have risen to number five in the nation in the poll. And uh, they uh, share the lead in the Big 12 Conference with Iowa State, so playing very, very well. And again, in action against Oklahoma State this evening. The broadcast beginning at 6:30, tip off at seven, right here on ESPN Central Texas. That's Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm with the call of Baylor women's basketball tonight from Gallagher Iba Arena in Stillwater. Maybe some of that Baylor magic is left over from uh, Monday night when the Baylor men were there and won over Oklahoma State. The men uh, in overtime, 66-64. So now the women are there playing against the Cowgirls. Coming up this evening, told you the women are uh, eleven and three in the Big Twelve, co-leaders in the Big Twelve Conference, and uh, and again playing really well as well as any team in the conference, and uh, one of the best teams in the nation going right now. It's after an zero and two start in conference play. Now they uh, uh, again are eleven and three in conference play since that or overall. Uh, including that 0-2 start. So, well done by Baylor women's basketball tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now. On ESPN Plus, one of a full slate of games on the women's side of the Big 12 this evening. So, in uh, every one of those games is on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. The other games that are coming up this evening include uh, at 6:30 tonight, 20th-ranked Oklahoma at TCU. Also at 6:30 is. Uh, Well, let me check here. I think I had the time wrong. Baylor at Oklahoma State is the 6.30 game. So, on the air at 6. Aaron, is that what you have? Airtime at 6 and tip-off at 6.30 for Baylor and Oklahoma State tonight.
4: That is correct.
1: All right, very good. I had it wrong. I was saying 7, so 6.30 tip-off for the Bears and the Cowgirls this evening here on ESPN Central Texas. Also at 6.30, number 11, Texas at Kansas State. 7 o'clock is West Virginia at Texas Tech. 7 o'clock is ninth-ranked Iowa State. At Kansas, if you're scoreboard watching, and maybe you are as we go down the stretch, Baylor and Iowa State tied for the lead in the league, Kansas is a game back at 10-4, and four, and that's who Iowa State is playing tonight, so uh, tough test for uh, the Cyclones as they play, it is in Lawrence against KU this evening. And a Kansas win and a Baylor win would leave Baylor alone in first place at the end of the night in the Big 12 standings. So keep that in mind this evening, all five games on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Baylor and Oklahoma State, the women tonight, uh, they come home to play Kansas on Saturday at 2 p.m. in the Farrell Center. That will be a whiteout on Saturday, so keep that in mind. Uh, 2 o'clock tip-off, a whiteout. Fans encouraged to wear white. For the women's game at 2 p.m. and the men's game at 7 p.m., both versus Kansas coming up on Saturday uh, also ESPN's college game day will be here that uh, will be a lot of fun the show will be 10 to 11 a.m. live from the Farrell Center here in Waco and televised on ESPN the doors will open at 8 a.m. on Saturday and uh, and here's the here's the the thought you know come early be there for that. Don't leave and just come back for the men's game. Maybe leave for a little bit, but be there for the women's game on Saturday. Also hopeful of a really good crowd for both the Baylor men and the women versus Kansas on Saturday. The women at two, the men at seven in the Farrell Center. So a big day uh, coming up on Saturday. A couple of other notes. Uh, Last night, Baylor softball played in Arlington against UTA. An 11-run second inning, the difference in a 12-3 UTA win over Baylor. That's uh that's a tough loss for uh, the Baylor team coming off the uh, weekend series in which they only won one game but played pretty well against 12th ranked Oregon uh, and then they go and lose 12 to 3 to UTA last night. Uh Baylor uh, and uh, softball now heads to California. They'll play In the Mary Nutter Classic in Palm Springs, California, beginning on Friday. Some really tough competition out there. And Baylor baseball played at home last night against Houston Baptist. Got their first win of the season. Baseball had been swept by Maryland over the weekend but used – Was it five or six different pitchers? Might have been six different pitchers last night to get the win over Houston Baptist, 6-2 the final score. Wind was blowing in, yes. It was chilly, yes. But uh, Baylor uh, got the win, so worth going out in those uh, conditions to uh, play against HBU on a Tuesday night. And even got a home run out of it. Second baseman Trey Richardson hit one out to left field. Uh, We thought uh, doing the game on TV, there was no way anybody was going to hit a home run last night. But Trey Richardson did right down the line and left. And uh, first home run of the season for Richardson, first home run of the season for Baylor so a 6-2 win over HBU baseball hosting Duke this weekend a three-game series at Baylor ballpark remember they've moved the Friday game up to 3 p.m. in deference to the uh, cold weather due this weekend so the series will be Friday at three Saturday at three and Sunday at one all during the day hopefully some sunshine for Baylor and Duke Coming up this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. A reminder, also, the Baylor acrobatics and tumbling in action this Sunday. It's big meet in the Farrell Center, and dollar tickets available for that. Three p.m. in the Farrell Center. Baylor number one in the nation. Oregon number three in the nation, and they meet up in the Farrell Center on Sunday. If you've always thought, uh, yeah, that's a good program. I see, you know, that they keep winning and winning and winning, and they're Six-time defending NCATA national champions, but you've never, uh, you know, taken the plunge and come to uh, see them in person. Well, how about Sunday? A dollar, dollar tickets available for Baylor acrobatics and tumbling on Sunday versus Oregon. Really, the two highest-profile uh, schools in the sport, and they meet up on Sunday in the Farrell Center. Baylor and Oregon acrobatics and tumbling. All right, uh, we're off and running here on this Wednesday afternoon, live from the. Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Nice and warm in here. Plenty cold outside. Let's get a check of weather and have more, and then we'll be back with more in a moment live from the Baylor Club. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A winter weather advisory is in effect, as we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain, freezing rain, and sleet developing. Temperatures holding steady right around 32 degrees. Tonight, it'll remain mostly cloudy with a 70% chance of freezing rain in a low of 29. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out Fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women travel to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State on Wednesday 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip off 630 tip off Wednesday for the Bears and the Cowgirls. This season join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball
5: right here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Tom, Ward, and Garrett, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. And as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center.
0: 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early
2: voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from a Clinton County Judge Campaign.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor baseball won last night 6 2 over Houston Just The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12 3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6 30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11, Texas at K-State. Number 20, Oklahoma at TCU. Number 9, Iowa State at Kansas. And West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat K-State 102-83. And number 9, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66-42. Two games tonight, TCU at number 20, Texas. And West Virginia's at Iowa State. SportsCenter,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas.
1: at McLean Stadium on this Wednesday afternoon, chilly outside for sure, nice and warm as always, warm and welcoming in the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Welcome in uh, our good friend, the general manager, the grand poobah, the chief bottle washer, and great host here at the Baylor Club, Mike Mosel joins us now, great to see you.
4: Good to see you, John, how are you doing? I'm doing great, we just don't see each other enough these days. I know, I know, I know. Well, I have to start off. You mentioned it, it's chili outside, but guess what we have at the Baylor Club today? <laughs> chili? chili. <laughs> Bowl Perfect. of red. And not just like something out of a can. Yeah. This is Chef Lee's homemade Terlingua-style championship chili. Oh, my goodness. The real deal.
1: You know, I saw Aaron walk by a minute ago. Yeah, that's what he had. Tasting, testing the chili, and
4: I thought, mm, man, that looks pretty good. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, but very Chef, good. Chef worked up this, this recipe. We actually serve it on, on game day. And the concession that we run here, homemade yeah. chili, I mean, it's the good stuff. So this is this is not football football season chili. He made this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And you know how chili's better the second day. This chili is yeah. on point. And oh. so we, we served it up at lunch as a lunch special. We'll be running that tonight also. Oh,
1: that is perfect. Very good. Bowl of red. All right, very good. So that's uh, one of the things on the menu. You always have a bunch of items from which to choose. How do you do that? How do you keep rotating so many things? Like I think I could come here every day and get something different every day. Well, we
4: try, you know, we got to have something for everybody. (laughs) Right. We've got a a lot of folks that like our our casual items. We've got one of the best burgers in town, and we always talk about that Waco hot chicken sandwich. But then we do, you know, some fine dining. We're getting fresh fish in um, uh, every week now, too. So that has been a real popular item for us to have uh, the fresh catch of the day um, at dinner time, And then... um, so we do a little bit of everything yeah. yeah and I guess things that are uh fitting for the
1: season like cold weather
4: and you break out chili that's perfect yeah, yeah well I like chili and I wanted some and I know they just made some yesterday so we um uh, yeah, so we got that going on today and uh uh yeah tonight we have member appreciation happy hour yeah which that's is, always fun which is, is a is a' it's an event that that went away for for a while like a lot of things did over a couple of years we brought it back. Uh, probably last summer, and we we're doing it every other month. You know, we're still kind of we're going in, you know, cautiously still a little bit last year, but um, but this year we're doing it at the end of every month. It's the last Wednesday of every month, and and was before the shutdown and all that one of our our biggest member events. Yeah. And um, usually we'd have two or three hundred members and uh, wow. come up to the club on Wednesday night. We always have live music with Greg and Evan, popular uh, local duo, plays, and um, and always just a good time. It's a good time for for new members to come in and meet other members and. It's open seating, so yeah. we're always making friends up here at the club on those member appreciation nice. nights. So,
1: Is that yeah. Greg Bechera and uh, Evan Claris? Those, yeah, it's the Greg go. and Evan. You all know right. them. Very yeah. good, absolutely. Yep. Known those guys for a long yeah, time. So what time
4: does that start tonight? That's 4.30. Yeah. Um, and Greg and Evan play, for, it's 4.30 to 6.30. They usually yeah. play about right around from 5 until 7 or so. Nice. Yeah, Wednesday night. So everyone, all the members – Really happy that we got that tradition back. That was something that they've been looking for. So every month we were doing that.
1: Well, church night for some on Wednesdays. Member Appreciation Night, uh, the last Wednesday of every month here at the Baylor Club. All right, uh, I teased this, and uh, last days of February offer. You've got a really cool offer that is uh, available now through the end of the month, which is right around the corner on Monday. But I said for folks who are on the fence, deciding, you know, well, oh, I'd like to be a member. Give me, give me a push. Well, here's a All little right. push. This would be a great incentive. This is an incentive for your listeners, John.
4: Oh, Exclusive really? For okay. You know, so yeah, they have to I say like they that. heard this on the show today. Right. So, yeah, if you're out there listening and uh, and thinking about joining or just wants more information, uh, now's the time to do it. We will. Extend this offer till the end of the month, but uh, typically we have a five hundred dollar initiation fee to join the club. Um, we're reducing that to a hundred dollars, wow. um, just for your listeners, and then we're also going to give back some uh, uh, two hundred dollars in food and uh, experience credits. Basically, to so give you a chance to introduce yourself to the club and everything. I like the term experience credits. Experience, yeah. So it's not just a food and beverage, but you know, a <laughs> chance to come in and do do some of the different events that yeah. we have. You know, as far as. Uh, you know, our special events and member events that we do.
1: Wow, that's great. All right. Yeah. So for our listeners, uh, act now, two five, main number is good, 254-710-8080 sure. is the number. Tell them you uh, heard about it here on this show or on ESPN Central Texas. And, man, that's going to take that right. much off your the top of your bill.
4: Right, yeah. And so we, we, we're doing great in membership. We've got – we're we're adding, uh, you know, anywhere from – eight to ten new members a week for the wow. last four weeks, so we're off to a great start, so things are going in the right direction for us, and that, that helps us you know, bring back all these member events and all the things that we used to do all the time that everybody got used to. I'm excited about this Saturday. We've got the Kansas doubleheader. We're going to open at 4 o'clock. The women, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they play at 2, two o'clock. o'clock. right. And so we're going to open at 4, so if you go to the women's game, you can come here after that game and then kind of refuel for the men's game. That's at I 7 like o'clock it. that night, Perfect. so we're opening up early um, so, a great time to come out to the club, um, whether you're going to the games or not, for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah. come on up here because we'll have the the full dinner menu open at four o'clock, and then uh, the bar will be open. And uh, we did it a couple weeks ago when we had that double header. Right. We had a good turnout. We filled up the bar area and half of our restaurant, and uh, uh, it's definitely worth opening early. So we're going to do that again. That's nice. We beat, hopefully beat Kansas twice on Saturday. Uh,
1: that would be huge, wouldn't it? And yeah. if you get dinner at the Baylor Club in between the two games, that would make a day of it. I may see if Mrs. Morris might want to do that between games. There you go on I'll Saturday. Hear it for you. So, uh, what what else? Uh, about to turn the calendar from February
4: to March. Yeah. February was big. You had Valentine's Day right in the middle. Oh, yeah. How was Valentine's. Oh, it was great. We had a great turnout um, all weekend long from our, our uh, dinner dance that we did on Saturday. Sunday brunch, we had about 300 people in for brunch on the day before Valentine's, and then Monday night was Valentine's, and we had about 150, 160 come in for dinner on a Monday night, which I wasn't sure about Valentine's on a Monday night, but it was a a sellout and and a great night. We had... Uh, lots of good uh, lots of good uh, uh, member experiences during yeah. that 3 day period very nice and like i said uh, about to turn the calendar to march give us kind of an
1: overview
4: of uh, some things you have going on in march well we are a week from well actually next tuesday it's it's fat tuesday if if you celebrate that <laughs> well, that's uh, we're going right, to be open for <laughs> a fat tuesday happy hour we'll have some complimentary uh, muffalettas and gumbo and Cajun Ooh. cuisine. I love gumbo. Yes, yeah, and so we'll be doing that next Tuesday night and that's kind of a fun, That's to be a complimentary event for our, for our club members mm-hmm. so good night to come up on Tuesday night and then uh, the next week is spring break so we have some th- things going on um, tied in with that. We know a lot of families will travel but a lot will stay um, here in town and a lot, of, uh, a lot of members have family that come into Waco uh, during spring break to visit so we're bringing back our family pasta night that Tuesday night of spring break Um, we are we have a wine 101 class that night not for the kids but for the adults (laughs) Um, and then we're doing something we've never done before on that friday the 11th the kids pickleball tournament oh yeah so we're gonna have pickleball um in in set up here we have a professional pickleball instructor wow um for kids so if they're interested in learning how to play pickleball which i've never played pickleball have you
1: i have not you know who plays pickleball uh that i know is coach drew Oh, does he? When they, oh. Were, when they were in the bubble in Indianapolis, yeah. I don't think many people know this, but he and Mark Few, the Gonzaga coach, oh, really? were involved in daily, if not more than once daily, pickleball matches. Isn't oh, that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good friends, obviously,
4: you know, off the court. And yeah. uh, pickleball, for both of them, was really good, kind of an outlet for them. Yeah. But I've never played. I have not. It looks like uh, a version of tennis with less running, which right. is which appeals to me. Right. I have a thirteen-year-old daughter who's playing uh, tennis for the uh, Midway uh, Junior High team, middle middle school team, and so we've gone out to practice a couple times. Yeah. And yeah, I don't last very long before it's it's break time. I know? hear you. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of running for sure.
4: So pickleball, you can do that right here in the main uh, ballroom area. Actually, it'll be kind of depending on the weather. We, okay. We, we can set it up here on this on the on the floor here in the ballroom. Um, but if the weather's nice, we're going to um, go down on the concourse area oh, down yeah, outside the yeah. club and use that out there. And who knows? Who could predict what the weather's yeah, going to be no next kidding. week? Right. Always have to have a backup plan. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right, so uh, what else do you want us to know about for March? So just a lot of events. I mean, we get further in the month. We're doing the you know, St. Patrick's Day dinner and celebration, uh, another brunch. And then uh, one of my popular events is the Smoke and Meats patio party, which we've been doing for years here. And uh, um, we actually start – we do two of those a year. Um, It's an annual event where um, where I pretend to cook a lot of barbecue, and it's actually Chef Lee and and (laughs) Chef Perez, our, our pit master doing it and then i put an apron on and and kind of show <laughs> and off this, walk this out the green egg full of all this great brisket ribs and chicken and sausage and thanks for your honesty i'm very honest i didn't cook it i'm just <laughs> presenting it yeah. okay, i guess good so many
1: great things going on uh, website is a good spot the questions anyone has questions main numbers 254-710-8080 yes. uh,
4: anything else we need to pass along um no i'm just just a weather for our cur- our current members out there we're watching the weather we're um um. We, we're not going to call off tomorrow until we wake up in the morning and see what it looks like but yeah. we'll if you're wondering if you ever think about coming up for lunch tomorrow look at our facebook page we'll have the information like we have to do with these weather events and everything right so, right i um, not anything that i i like having to deal with and everything but we're going to be safe and um and uh and make sure our you know guests and employees can get here safely and if we can then we're going to be open and if we can't we'll Look at our Facebook page. You you are prepared. Very good. Mike, always
1: great to see you. Thanks for the hospitality and uh, love all the things you do and are doing and have coming up here at the Baylor Club. Thank you, John. All right. Sick and bears. All right. Thanks very much. Mike Mosel, the general manager of the Baylor Club. Rousing applause, Mike, from your interview. So, uh, well done and appreciate, Mike. And the website is thebaylorclub.com. Main number is 254-710-8080. Remember that special he just told us about? Normal initiation fee is $500. Uh, for our listeners, that would be waived to $100 plus in club experience credits. But that ends Monday. That ends at the end of the month, end of February, and that is Monday, the 28th. Call 254-710-8080 to connect with a membership team. All right, uh, take a break. When we come back, let you listen into to a portion of our Lunch with a Legend earlier today at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Matt Samen, our guest, will have part of that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. We're live at the Baylor Club. Terry Tacker is here. Aaron Sexton in the
0: Allen Samuel Studios. We'll take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Mac Roach joining us, director of athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, <laughs> mm. Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are
0: on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Why do liberals hate Josh Teton's? Is it because Josh Teton's is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Teton's has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Teton's is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney.
1: And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our
2: county. Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job. With brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. The Northern Tool and Equipment lawn and garden sale is going on now. Stop in and save on sprayers, spreaders, aerators, wagons, garden equipment, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work.
0: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
3: Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Caleo of the Caleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season.
2: Play Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC.
0: Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA TOUR's best golfers compete head to head, shot for shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies
5: Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm Ward Weintraub with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor baseball won last night 6-2 over Houston Baptist. The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12-3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6-30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11 Texas at K-State. Number 20 Oklahoma at TCU. Number 9 Iowa State at Kansas and West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat K-State 102 to 83, and number nine Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66 to 42. Two games tonight: TCU at number twenty Texas, and West Virginia's at Iowa State. Sports center every twenty
0: minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: So that 2003-2004 season, we weren't supposed to win a game, especially not a Big 12 game. And we ended up beating A&M twice. Coach, that coach got fired the next day after losing to us because the worst thing that can happen is you lose to the leftovers. We beat a- Iowa State. We were up four at Texas Tech. We were up 14 at Oklahoma. We were down four at Kansas with 10 minutes left. Like all of these things were small victories.
0: Now, back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris. Back with us live
1: from the Baylor Club on this Wednesday afternoon. Chilly on the menu, chilly outside here in Central Texas. Great to be here, great hospitality. Check it all out on the web at thebaylorclub.com. Main number is 254-710-8080. If you have questions about membership, questions about uh, reservations, or uh, maybe reserving a spot for an event you have coming up in the near future, just uh, want some uh, answers about any of those subjects 254-710-8080 254-710-8080 is the number to call. All right, uh, mentioned our Lunch with a Legend earlier today, uh, a presentation of Baylor alumni engagement. Doug Furch and his group and a nice crowd there on a cold day to hear from Matt Saman, who was our legend today. Matt has a, uh, a wonderful story and told it very, very well, played basketball. He was from the Colony and the Colony High School and then played basketball here at Baylor. And his time at Baylor spanned the uh, uh, coaching change from Dave Bliss to uh, Coach Scott Drew. He was on Coach Drew's. First team here and one of the few that uh, really held on and stayed at Baylor through that tumultuous time. As such, he is one of the leftovers uh, from the previous staff to Coach Drew in the new era, and that is the name of the book that he wrote several years ago, The Leftovers, which has been updated recently and was released just yesterday. An updated version of that uh, that is available on Amazon. It's available at the Baylor Bookstore, Baylor Bookstore. Uh, Larissa Rupley uh, were represented at the luncheon today as well. But uh, great conversation with Matt. His wife Jana was there. Here is a portion of our con- our conversation with Matt Saman, part of our lunch with a legend earlier today.
3: We were eight and twenty-one, but it's the most successful team that I've ever been a part of. And what it did was we had to change our idea of what success is. It's so many, so many times it's measured by wins and losses. So obviously last year's Baylor team, a success. It's easy to see, but sometimes success is showing up when you don't think you you need to or it's going to be really difficult, uh, believing in each other, winning the floor or whatever you're doing, feeling like "Ah, ah, there's nothing else I could have done. There is a point in that year where, uh, you know, we've had some really hard home games and, and some really tough moments. I had a freshman walk on, call me out and practice for running because I was making us run more, which is just, a, it shows, it's a small thing, but I used to win in sprints against guys like John Lucas, who was a f- just so fast, is because I was willing to push myself farther than, than he, they were, other guys were that I'm losing in sprints, I'm making us run more, and a freshman walk-on calls me out, and it's just that moment, and I I was really ready to quit. Coach Driscoll, you know, right, left, repeat, you just keep going. There's a moment in that season, it was the game before Purdue, where, and I'm not please, don't don't think that I'm saying when I got on board, we started no, no. Uh, the, um, our team was playing hard. Our, our, our team and Terrence were leading well. Harvey, we learned that he could score. And, and this zone that coach put in and our way of holding the ball was helping us to be competitive. But once once I got over myself a little bit and, and we all started to gel together, there was this strange, Um, belief of like what if every night we just try to do what nobody thinks we can do paper we should not be able to play with and we got almost a taste we almost beat hmm, texas pan america i think uh almost beat them they they had like a weird scooping buzzer beater shot that like we're so close and then purdue is 22 in the country they had beat duke earlier that year And with a minute left, we're down three. And they're shooting free throws and their players are locking arms on the bench, which if you know, that means that they're really focused and worried about these free throws and that they could lose the game. And I I just thought like on the free throw, line, laughing a little bit like, (laughs) the success, they might lose to us. That's a win. You know like that's 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 six texas which is the worst place to play and they're the worst people. no i'm just kidding oh uh, no uh but it's a hard place to play and they, they they were just so good they had just wave after wave of of all americans coming in and rt and and terrence were academic, academically ineligible to start off the big 12 so there takes two of our seven scholarship. We had seven at that point, seven scholarship players. Our first sub was Robbie McKenzie, the the pre med walk on from that walk on tryout that we had on campus. That that, that coaches on the news talking about that they asked me to go watch, and I'm like, I can't believe like we're. But what big Rob? I could only imagine James Thomas from. He was six ten. He had boulders for shoulders, uh, from Texas watching Robbie sub in at 6'4", our first sub. I could could only imagine his pleasure, or, you know, this is is what you got. But in that game, uh, we lost by 20, but we played really hard. And walking out of that place, there were some fans, Texas fans, left in the corner of the arena, and they were standing and clapping. And I kind of... You know, for, uh, maybe some of the Texas players were still dunking or putting on a show because they were all really fresh. And I realized that these Texas fans were cheering for us. They were applauding. I get a little, yeah, emotionally. They're applauding uh, us leaving because we, had, we didn't quit. Like we kept playing hard. That doesn't happen without the leadership of Coach Drew and his staff and just their ability to where I felt like what, well, in 20 years, I'm probably not going to be sitting at a legends luncheon, you know, like (laughs) there's a lot of moments in that year where I thought this is just, this is I I bet there's a lot of people that just can't wait for this year to be over and move on. And, and, And even, you know, to coach's credit, like I knew that they were working hard recruiting for the future but they also gave us their best. You know, we did, we beat a, uh, Iowa State here, that was our first win, and Terrence Thomas erased the zero that was on the board and put a one, and we were spraying, you know, Mountain Dew cans, all water all over the place. See, that was before. Now everybody celebrates every win like they didn't expect to do it, and, and they get it all on video championship right there. We did beat AM twice, which there's nothing better than that. And they, their coach was fired the day after uh, <laughs> because losing to us is the worst thing that you could do. And But all throughout, I mean, down 10 uh, or down four with 10 minutes to go at Kansas with a full roster years before we hadn't done that. Oklahoma State with John Lucas comes in. They're sixth in the country. We lose by six. Uh, at Oklahoma, the very last game of the year, we're up 14 at half. But what happened was we got tired. Um, we we ran out of gas. We couldn't finish games. And, and we lost. So there, was, we had lost by 50 to Oklahoma before with a full graduate wondering uh, if it mattered at all. and And I went off to play in Iceland or try to play there for a little bit. It's the only place in the world that would take Uh, eight-and-a-half points a game. Uh, But, um, yeah, in a nutshell, that's the senior year. Yeah. Forgot about Iceland.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. So you are, and by the way, you mentioned Oklahoma State comes in and John Lucas, he had, he had transferred out. He was playing at Oklahoma State. Kenny Taylor was at Texas. Yeah. Lawrence Roberts went to Mississippi State and those guys went on and finished their careers at other places. Thus the title of your book, The Leftovers, You Guys Who Stayed Behind. And you, Matt, are a man of great faith and I,
3: I appreciate and love what you went through then. And yeah, I realized that I, it was more of a, a good moral living that I was all about than really being a Christ follower. You know, I was saved when I was five and, and I prayed the prayer right next to my mom in cubbies because she asked if I wanted to go to heaven or hell. I said, heaven, pray the prayer. You know, so I, I was done and I'm not belittling that, that moment or that prayer, but I just had grown up with that knowledge, a lot of head knowledge. But then again, basketball early on really took over. Where, if what does your life revolve around? Where is all this practice? There, uh, they, uh, one of my teammates asked me, "Where'd you play in college?" And I thought, okay, they've never seen a player of my caliber—Baylor, Big Twelve—they've never. They're going to be really impressed. And he uh, he looks up and puzzled, and he goes, "Don't they kill people there?" So I, I tried to, I mean, I ran from the story and everything. And even even during that year, uh, I felt like every, not with you two. I always appreciated you two. You guys talked about basketball. But media, I, I, even like after the Iowa State win, it was, hey, Matt, reflect back to the summer. Oh, and I wanted to, no, I, we're done with that. Can we please move on? Well, I you know, go to Iceland thinking... Okay, bad habits followed me too. And the sad thing is that as good as I was playing there because Big 12 really did help me prepare my off-court habits, I was asked to leave that country because of those habits and, or at least that city, and, and, and I came back home. And so I went on a nine-year. Uh, you know, Paul Mills used to be an assistant here. We were at um, my apartment doing a Bible study used to be that would be something that um i would be all for and feel really really good about hosting at my apartment but i knew what had gone on there the night before and so being in those moments it was there um came Uh, coach mills was giving us a, a bible study and he stopped and he said almost like he was talking right to me he said don't think that you can live the way that you want now Do whatever you want now with no consequences. And then when you get out in the real world, life will slow down. Temptations will go away and you can get back into living right. You know, whatever that is. And I remember as a 21 year old in my head, I know you're wrong. That's exactly what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to get through this time because this is hard. And then when I'm out, I'll get back into church and I'll I'll go back to the habits that I had before. Well, I'd become a team of broken relationships and, you know, I mean, I was functioning um, that I run into from those early years of coaching because I was angry and I think I coached that way. I was coaching more like, uh, you know, Bobby Knight, Coach Bliss, the guys that I had been around. I wasn't coaching like Coach Drew. I wasn't smiling very much and it wasn't positive. Uh, It was more um, extrinsic. You better do this or else instead of helping players to do it because of what uh, inside of them what you know doing their very very best and glorifying and um so all of that to say i'm 30 years old and i i don't know even at that point i didn't know if what we did that year mattered to a lot of people i'd had some conversations pastor and he said that you know one time at a game put my his big old arm around me and said hey look out at the floor and he said then on the you know on the inside i'm still frustrated And uh, I, I my thirtieth birthday, by myself in my in my apartment, and I just kind of asked this question: like, is this this it? Like, is this really what life is supposed to be like? And uh, I went to a church a couple weeks later. You can stop me whenever you want. I'm just kind of rambling here. You go. Are you getting to Jana? I'm getting to Jana. All right. You go. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I went I went to a church that I hadn't gone to before, and. Sat in the back and listened to a message I felt like I heard a hundred times growing up. And they passed that visitor card out by, and I mean, you know, growing up in church, you're never a visitor, so I never fill out that card. And I wrote, "I'm angry," and I never dreamt i and I put my name down and my address and threw it in there and and never tried to get me this uh, meeting with a pastor. Took a couple weeks, but when I got to the church that day, she opened the door, walked me in, and, and introduced me to the pastor. And I, and I basically just sat here and told them the story that I've told you of, I thought I was a good person, a good kid, and, and that I, I, I tried to live a godly life, and, and, but then all this bad stuff happened that I didn't cause in any way, and, and now it's nine years later, and I'm still as angry and frustrated with, and, and with this lifestyle and these habits that are destructive, and I don't understand why. And he and he basically told me oh, you know, in a long conversation was that you, you need to give up control. I was like, I've, I've been in basketballs ripped away. You decided in that moment I'm going to be Lord of my life. I'm going to decide where my joy comes from, how my happiness, where what it, what my value is in, and just do whatever I want. And I never realized, you know, at that moment of taking control of my life, how I'd really lose it at that time. And so that was the day my, you know, a little bit after my 30th birthday that I surrendered and really gave up control to Christ. Not that I've been perfect since then. Jana knows that. But there, there have, there, from that moment, there was demonstrated or, or hurting no longer had that pull. And I also think God puts people in our lives for a reason. And so that lady that emailed me and, and walked me through the church She's sitting right there. And, uh, you know, we've been married almost nine years. I mean, my, my idea, uh, sometimes when I'm talking, but no, my idea was just to go in and, and vent that day to a pastor, but then, you know, God's plans are so much greater. Um, yeah, that, that's it. What a story. That is a great story. Janet, we love you. What
1: about this, you mentioned Coach Drew in this past season, you as a former player, you were invited back to be part of the celebration parade. You got a package in the mail from Coach Drew, from the staff. What did that mean to you for Coach Drew and this staff to remember you and guys you played with and former players as the foundation of what they did winning the national championship?
3: It took me a few years to come back on campus and go to a game and, and one of the big on head I didn't was I, I was wanted meaning like I'm, I'm a part of this dark chapter it's the coach drew era now let's close that and then we've got you know these better players coming in a lot of hope and moving forward and I come into a game I just didn't know what the reception would be like and and it's silly now to think about it like people would have said hey you you get out of here you know <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was great and but Coach Drew uh, saw me from across the court and just almost sprinted. You know, he just ran, or walked right to me with a huge bear hug, and it just really it meant a lot because I'd only played for him for a year, and I wasn't perfect during that year. A one uh, and. and but for him to make me feel like, uh, as if I was a great Baylor basketball players that are now household names all over the place, like I get it if he feels that way about them. But me, just one year, eight and 21, and you know some difficult times, he, he made me feel that way. Over the years, he's done an incredible job of texting me and former players randomly uh, on big moments of, hey, you're a huge part of this. Like, I, I mean, that's special. In fact, what it, what he's done too is I, I coach way more. I know we had a playoff game last night, and Coach Drew, I'm sorry, one time last night, I had a really mean face at my players. And even Janice said, Yeah, that was a really mean face. It's like, well, I like him now. I'm, they didn't do him than than the coach before him. And I lost my train of thought and uh the influence of coach drew yeah his impact over the the years over the years oh yeah he's so i text my former players and i do the things that he does with us and before coach drew came i would say that and you know former players would know our program is what has been fractured like there's no continuity there's no flow from sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and then the you know, these recent players. To walk in that parade and to see that doesn't happen with sixty years of players all together in one program. I think to get that t-shirt, of course, you open it up and you find your name really quick. And, yeah, I'm on there. And uh, you know, but it's such a what a what a great thought and and I just I'm so grateful to Coach Drew, all the other coaches, Driscoll and and, and and uh and coach mills obviously coach tang who uh, i'll never forget him beating those metal trash cans on our way out they would do anything they could to get us hyped up to play these games that sometimes we just felt like golly there's no way we can do this but they they just never stopped believing in us
1: that is a portion of our Lunch with a Legend earlier today with Matt Saman. Just a great event. Really, really an honor to have him here with us. Uh, very well done. Very well. Uh, good job by uh, Doug Furch and Baylor alumni engagement and uh, appreciate Matt and Jana and him sharing those stories. And again, uh, if you read his book out a few years ago, "Left The Leftovers, uh, there is an updated version of that that is available now. It's on Amazon and the new version will be in the Baylor bookstore very shortly take a break Uh, be back with more in just a moment wrap things up in the hour from the Baylor club at McLean Stadium we're glad you're
0: with us and we'll be right back after this
1: your your next private event call 254-710-8080 a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking we believe in people over processes listening over telling and helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
0: the voice of the bears john morris weekdays at 3
5: p.m on espn central texas america is at a crossroad and texans have answers the democratic party defames law enforcement and defunds police and that's created a nationwide crime crisis Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions, representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
1: Wednesday afternoon. Wrap things up from the Baylor Club here at McLean Stadium. Appreciate uh, the hospitality here. Mike Mosel and his group at the Baylor Club. And thanks uh, for being with us today. I uh, Hope you enjoyed hearing a portion of our Lunch with a Legend with uh, Matt Saman as well. We're also brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Mentioned some birthdays, uh, and then we will We'll get out of here today. It is uh, a couple of friends of mine today from from Danville, Kentucky. Mindy Kerball's birthday is today, married to Mike Kerball. And Kathy York's birthday is today. Kathy is married to Joe York. Uh, Joe and I played baseball together at Danville. Happy birthday to those two. Also uh, today, it's Colt Browder's birthday, former Baylor baseball pitcher. Uh, Jordan O'Strike's birthday, formerly uh, Jordan Strickland, former uh, Baylor softball player. Happy birthday to Jordan Oestreich. Um Drew Pledger's birthday is today. Uh, looking down the list, Landon Ramsey's birthday is today. Cy Ragsdale's birthday is today. Colin Brent's, former Baylor linebacker, happy birthday to him. And Graham Allen's birthday is today as well. Great group. Happy birthday to those folks. Uh, Aaron, anybody to add on the birthday list?
4: Yeah, I got a couple today. uh, Not as extensive as the last few days, but uh, Brad Whitford, Aerosmith guitarist, is 70 today. Um, Former NFL great Fred Belitnikoff is 79. And Aziz Ansari, stand-up, and uh, one of the stars of one of my favorite shows. It's uh, off the air now, but it's still in reruns, Parks and Recreation's. Yeah, He is 39. So that's today's birthdays.
1: Very good, very good. Fred Belitnikoff, you know you're good when they name an award after you, right? Absolutely. That's, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. that's, a, that's a pretty good legacy. A couple more to add here, Darren Bell's birthday on the Baylor campus and Nancy Lacey's birthday, uh, better half of David Lacey. Happy birthday to Nancy Lacey as well. All right, we're going to wrap things up, move out of here. Appreciate the hospitality here at the Baylor Club. Thanks again to Mike Mosel and the crew at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call if you have questions about that special he uh, unveiled on this show today, uh, and it's only through the end of the month. So uh, it ends Monday, but an initiation fee waived to, from $500 to $100 plus $200 in club experience credits given. Call 254-710-8080 to connect with the membership team and come visit the membership team in College Game Day at the Farrell Center this Saturday starting at 4.30, and they'll be open between games on Saturday here at the Baylor Club. Thanks to uh, the Baylor Club as our host today. Terry Tacker here is. Well, appreciate Terry and thanks to Aaron Sexton and the Allen Samuel Studios. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: How about them Bears? How about them Bears?